Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to an edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast. A part of the Running Hook Podcast Network, and boy, oh boy, do we got a pod for you today, folks. We got a pod for you. The NBA playoffs are back, and they are ready to rumble, baby. And we have the two pod a week Linsanities every Monday night. We are starting off with the lovely Circle City Cinema host, who has put together some fabulous Fast and Furious series, the man who is doing drafts like nobody's business on his podcast, Zach Griffith. Zach, it is a uh, it is a privilege to get this underway, and I'm excited to see what you're going to bring today. Listen, listen, there wasn't a single bad game, guys. There wasn't oh, a no. single bad this game. This is glorious. This is glorious. Truly. I mean, the, the worst game was probably uh, Net Celtics, and even that was competitive most of the time. Until oh, sure. bad. Wasn't bad. Right. So, uh, oh my God, I've got, I got some takes tonight. Uh, I'm going to rip some people. Uh, I, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. I don't like, I told you guys before the pod, I don't like overreacting after game ones, but some of this stuff, cause I think it can be fluky sometimes after game one, like totally fair. Like last year when Portland beat the Lakers, everyone's like, Oh, look at this. What's going six. Let's go. No, stop. Uh, I don't think some of this stuff this year, I don't think was fluky. And I think it's going to be a big oh. problem for the teams that lost. Well, I already like the sound of that. And before you get too far into it, please make sure uh, to go on to your uh, your platform that you're listening this, to this on and uh, look to rate, review, uh, and subscribe. If you want to leave a comment, uh, please, uh, you can just basically say, uh, Caleb is lovely and he looks attractive on the gallery view. He's a bum. And, uh, that that works for me. Bum. Uh, but but well, but but any but 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 any wow. but anyhow, the, there's plenty to look at and and, and uh, please comment, please review, uh, please uh, give us uh, five stars because you know that's what we do best. Uh, but anyhow, uh, Bryce Shetty, uh, the co-host of the Lynn Sanity, uh, it's uh, it, it's 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 going to be a great time, Bryce. The playoffs are great, and uh, and the series that we drafted are great. I feel like our draft was a plus. I feel like we kick, I feel like we kicked butt. Didn't we not hear? Uh, yeah, I, I'm very happy. I'm very happy with the series that we get to cover. If you, if you want to hear coverage on the other series, uh, go listen to Power Hour with uh, with Alex Burr sure. and Dylan Hughes um, to get the other side of the coverage. But Caleb, I'm here tonight. I'm very excited. I haven't been amped for a pod. Not that I hate doing podcasts with y'all, but I haven't been amped for a podcast in a couple weeks like this. I'm very excited. I'm about to dominate some players. Like I locked up Zach Griffith on his own court this no, week. Oh shoot! Oh yes, it was easy. It was cake. That did not happen. It happened, folks. No, it I, it, video proof evidence. No. Will Hogsett has on his phone. Didn't happen. It will be released of me dominating me and Caleb, the co-host connection, dominating, dominating. Zach Griffith on his own home court. Okay. But anyways, Caleb, without further ado. Please get us into it. Well, and what we'll do first is we'll just run through the scores, uh, just plain and simple of every series. And then we'll remind everybody the series that we do have. Uh, so just to start off, uh, you know, the playoffs started May 22nd, right? Uh, Bucks uh, won 109-107 over Miami. Uh, this podcast will be diving into that series pretty hard. Uh, Mavericks and the Clippers. Uh, the Mavericks won 113-103. to Thanks to an unbelievable performance by Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks 
uh, who are, are looking very good. And if you want to hear more about that in that series, uh, please tune in uh, to the Alex Burr and Dylan Hughes Power Hour. Uh, Celtics and Nets were also on. The Nets won 104-93 over Boston. Uh, we will be covering that series on this podcast, the Blazers and the Nuggets. We will also be covering that series on this podcast. The Blazers won 123-109. to For Sunday's games, Alex will have you covered with the Sixers. Absolute they, they they just showed their dominance inside 125 to 118. Uh, we will cover the Lakers and the Suns. The Suns won 99 to 90 over the Lakers. Uh, Hawks and Knicks. Alex and Dylan will have you covered for that. The Hawks won 107 to 105 thanks to Trey Young's unbelievable game winning floater and not because of Gallinari. And the Grizzlies and the Jazz. The Grizzlies won 112 to 109 over the Utah Jazz. And Alex Burr and Dylan Hughes will have you covered with that. So without further ado, We'll run, we'll run you through real quick. Lakers, Suns, Heat, Bucks, Nuggets, Blazers, Nets, Celtics will be covered on the, the Lynn Sandy. We will be diving into those. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit about the other series, but but that's not going to be our huge focus. Our focus is going to be down to these four series, and then we'll talk about it with Alex. We'll talk about it with Dylan on the power. We'll bring them on to have them talk about stuff, but it'll be fun to, fun to follow. Uh, but meanwhile... Let's go right into it, baby. Let's go right into it. The Lakers and the Suns are the first series that we're going to talk about today. And the Phoenix Suns in the Valley, baby, with a loud crowd. Holy crap. Loud crowd. The Lake, the, the Sun, the Suns won. They beat the Lakers. Uh, you know, Bryce, I'll start with you on this. The 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 the, the, the lake the Lakers the Lakers the Lakers tried to throw the kitchen sink at Booker. They threw they threw everything, right? They threw everything. It's like a pat sink in the kitchen. Right. They just did through everything. It's like, OK, let's just throw it all together. We, we got to It's all it, it. That's how it's going to get there. It's all going to get there. Uh, but that didn't stop Devin Booker. Right. They didn't stop him. Uh, but I know there's one particular piece uh, that that Zach and Bryce both have in mind when discussing the series. And I'll uh, I'll let you take it away. Bryce. Well, and, and, I mean, here, here's what I'm going to do. I um, I'm actually going to defer a little bit. I'm going to take my turn first, okay. but I'm going to defer because Zach Griffith feels Way stronger about this does, at this point. One than point, I point. Yeah, one point. I, yeah. I am with you, okay, hundred percent. Sure, and Zach sure. is Zach is gonna lay the smack down on this sure. in, in rock style fashion. It's over for this guy. It's over. <clears throat> All right. My my takeaway from this game, and, and I texted you guys about this earlier when I rewatched some highlights on this game. Hundred percent. The Lakers look discombobulated and lost sometimes on offense, almost like they don't have an identity. Phoenix looks, they look much more organized and maybe that's the impact of Chris Paul. And and in some ways it probably is Chris Paul, but they know where the ball should go. The ball should go to Devin Booker and, 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 we talked about this the day of the game, right? The the stigma that Devin Booker is not a big time player in big games is completely false. <laughs> completely false. Thirty four points, eight assists, seven rebounds, triple double watch, if you will. Where did that even come from? I have no idea. Maybe because he's young. Uh, you know, I. I've told you guys my opinion on the bubble games. I could see that. But, I mean, he played a full 45 minutes, 13 of 26 from uh, from the field, 50%, 3 of 7 from 3, which is kind of unusual for Devin Booker, but an absolutely phenomenal game from Devin Booker. It's exactly what you want out of, out of your best player. Well, arguably your best player now that Paul, that Chris Paul is there. Chris Paul is yeah. not going to wow you on the stat line, but he's, he's going to do what's necessary. And the Lakers just look lost. 
just completely lost. And, and some of the decisions that Frank Vogel made as far as rotations go, I don't understand. I don't understand. Wes Matthews only 12 minutes. I, I, come on. This is why you signed Wes Matthews to play him in these games. So you, you put him in there for 12 minutes. You have Alex Caruso that has 24 minutes. I, I don't understand. Montrez Harrell, who is dominating somewhat in the second quarter, only plays 15 minutes. Well, Bryce, they don't know who their guys are. They have I, no Phoenix knows who their guys are, who they can count on. No, I agree. LA has no idea. I, I don't no understand. Idea. You 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 don't play Ben McLemore. Okay, fine. You don't play Morris. Can okay, I can fine. I can I just real quick, Bryce, real quick. Sure. Uh, the big reason for McLemore not playing was due to a car accident. A oh, recent okay. car accident. Uh, gotcha. but, uh, so I don't know how much that affects the play, but I just want to make that clear. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But I mean, even Kuzma, only 19 minutes. I, I don't know that you want to play KCP 35 minutes, which, by the way, he was two of nine. What happened to that playoff KCP that everybody wants to talk about? Caleb. Enough. Enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Caleb Caleb needs to eat it on KCP. This yeah, is an Caleb. inexcusable performance. One of seven from the three-point line. Just two of nine overall. Abysmal defense. Abysmal Kuzma. Kuzma, 0 of 2, 0 points. Wes Matthews, 1 of 4, 2 points. Horton Tucker, who they just had to have instead of Kyle Lowry, 7 minutes. He shouldn't be playing. 1 of 4. He shouldn't be playing at all. He should get it's a single embarrassing. minute. embarrassing. And for somebody like Frank Vogel, who I respect mightily because of what he did in Indiana, this is just frankly just downright disgusting. Figure it out. You guys are the defending champs. Abysmal performance. They're lucky they only lost by nine. All props to the Suns here. They They all showed up. Booker, Chris Paul. I think Torrey Craig should be playing more. I think they might be saving him a little bit. That's just my opinion. Little ace in the hole, if if you will. Uh, uh, Multi-tool guy. Throw him on LeBron. Get him some threes. Get him going a little bit. But great game from Phoenix. Phenomenal. I love it. Well, and uh, and Zach, I know when you're diving in on the Phoenix side, you have one body, uh, what one person in particular. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes, I do. DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> Alex Burr, eat it, eat it all up. Alex is on the fence about DeAndre Ayton and what he could do in the playoffs. Oh, Alex, you're my friend. You're a good guy. Eat it on this. Eat it all up. DeAndre Eaton dominated Anthony Davis. Absolutely dominated him. A Disney. A Disney. I'm sorry. My, my bad. I got the name wrong. 37 minutes for Aiden. 21 points. Only missed one shot from the field. He went 10 for 11. 16 rebounds. Eight of which were on the offensive end. Yeah, baby. We love to see offensive glass. Here's the stat. Here is the stat. Plus 16 for DeAndre Ayton. The Suns Highest are plus 16. Highest on the team. Yes, yes. And I, here's Anthony Davis' stat line. 39 minutes, 13 points, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks. Does that stat line remind you of anybody, Bryce? Uh, Roy Hibbert. Somebody on the Pacers right now? Oh, right now? Oh, a little uh, Miles Turner? A little Miles Turner. Little oh, Miles Turner. no. 
and look, no dis- no disrespect to Miles Turner. He's been great this year. But Anthony Davis, you're going to tout yourself as a top five guy, and you're going to put up a Miles Turner stat line? You're going to put up a Miles Turner stat line. Turner's but, been better than that. Turner's been better than that this season. Come on. But that, that's hey, your hey, typical tell the, Turner plus style. minus. Tell him the plus minus on A. Disney. Well, I, I had it and it's gone. Well, it was like it's, minus 17 It's or minus 18. Yeah, minus it's, it's 18. horrible. It's fucking horrible. And Anthony Davis, don't tout yourself as a top five guy when you get absolutely worked by a third-year center in his playoff debut. His playoff debut, you get worked. I mean, all of us here like DeAndre Ayton, I think. Yeah, Someone I'm fine with that. He's, he's like, changed oh, my mind. He oh, changed my mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Zach, that a question with me? Come on now. Yeah, I know. There, there's no reason DeAndre Ayton should be working Anthony Davis. There's just no, there's no reason. And Bryce, I got Paul George vibes from Oh, yeah, baby. Just like... Hey. I'm good Especially with it. Especially when he was on the Pacers. Because Paul George statistically was a great playoff player for us. Yeah. And overall, he was. But it's the games he didn't show up that fucked us. Game yeah. seven against Miami. Uh, game four against Cleveland in 2017. Game seven against Toronto. Like, and it, this is the first time Anthony Davis has no showed a playoff game. It's, it's It happened a couple times last year. I think it gets swept under the rug because they won the title, but still. Uh, you sure. mentioned it, Caleb. The double teams on Booker were just useless. It wasted time. He either made the right pass or he just scored. There was a play in the first quarter, speaking of KCP. Booker posted him up. Had a nice little Kevin McHale-esque post move. <laughs> wow, Kevin McHale. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, turned around, did a pump fake. KCP fell for it, little step in, and lay it in. Oh, he stepped up big when... KCP. It is. It's adorable. He stepped up big when CP3 went down. Booker's final stats, 45 minutes, 34 points on 50% from the field, mm. seven mm. rebounds, eight assists, but he can't, he can't step up in a big game, guys. Mikhail Bridges, really good defense on LeBron. I like that. Yeah, Really I like good that. defense. You know, he didn't shoot the ball very well. He only shot 33% from the field, but he did everything that he needed to do. It, even with him shooting 33%, plus nine. Plus nine in this game. Plus nine. And here's what the, here's what I think the Lakers are going to do, just because Drummond, Davis, and Harrell all got absolutely owned by Aiden. They're going to trot out Marcus All in game two. Marcus All is going to get some minutes in game yeah, two. I agree. With, I, I, I agree. I, it's, and it's he's what, also going to get They work. should. He's also going to get worked. Their center rotation. I mean, Davis won't play the center, which is just cute. I've always thought Davis was soft, and he just proved it yesterday. Drummond and Harrell. <laughs> Drummond and Harrell are just, I mean, against a guy like Aiden. Aiden can stretch him out, or he can just body him to the basket. It doesn't matter. Harrell, Harrell might get below 15 minutes the rest of the series. There's just no chemistry on the Lakers. There's none. LeBron's going to have to have a vintage LeBron performance. The rest of the series, the rest of the series, not just game two, the rest of the series, because if AD is going to no show like this every other game, what choice do you have if you're the Lakers? Because you don't have the third guy. You haven't had it the past two years. So just come on. Come on. They have no answer for Aiton. The Suns wing depth is one of the tallest tasks LeBron has ever had to face from a matchup standpoint. I mean, they they're so deep at wing. It's not even funny. So unless Unless vintage LeBron comes out, 
Give me the Suns and six. Give me the Suns and six. Oh, wow. <laughs> have no answer for DeAndre Ayton. have no wow. answer. That was a, a flame. Wow. Wow. I mean, here and wow. here's the other thing. Here's the excuses that I hate. I mean, I, all I, they can hope for is refs, Bryce. That's all they can hope for. Well, they're, they're definitely going to get the refs help. They're, they're definitely going to get the refs help refs here. Refs were I mean, abysmal we, we in this game happen. as well. Oh, absolutely awful. 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 I mean, here's the thing. I mean, and, and the other thing is people are making excuses for Anthony Davis. I, I shared that tweet with you guys earlier <laughs> today. This Tom, Tom, well, I don't even know, Haberstroh. Tom Haberstroh. Right? Tom Haberstroh. Yes. Very well respected. This was not a good showing for Mr. Tom here. Laughable. You defend Anthony Davis by saying he's not shooting the three well and something's not right because he's not shooting the three well. Anthony Davis is a seven-foot power forward. He is not somebody that should be shooting threes uh, so many a game. And that's how you judge Anthony Davis on how well he shoots the three. This is embarrassing. And, and this is why I hate LeBron James because he takes the, the oh. game's best power forwards, he turns them into soft power forwards that only shoot threes. Oh, <laughs> Anthony Davis has one of the best post games and best mid-range jumpers we've seen in the league from a guy his size, and he refuses to use it because LeBron wants to stretch the floor. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's ridiculous. Anthony Davis needs to quit being soft. Get inside. Get your little fadeaway jumper going. Get your post game going. Again, all respect to DeAndre Ayton. He is still a third-year center. Still a third-year center. First Come playoff series. on. First playoff series for DeAndre. It's embarrassing. First playoff series for pretty much this whole team other than Crowder and CP3. Like, <sighs> here's a question for you guys. If you're Frank Vogel, is LeBron James on one ankle your best answer for Devin Booker in a one-on-one matchup? Because I think it is. Probably. Again, I think Wes Matthews should be playing more. I really do. I believe that. Because Caruso, Caruso's cute. Okay, they need to stop. Oh, this. he got torched. He got it, absolutely. Caruso ended the game with four fouls. Four fouls. <laughs> it, it's it's stupid, man. Hit me, hit me with the plus minus. Booker. Hit me with the plus minus. Actually, Caruso was plus one. Oh wow! He was wow. one of the few guys that was actually plus. There were four guys on the plus side. No one higher than plus two. Wow. And and uh, and Horton Tucker was one of them, and he only played seven minutes. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and doubt LeBron because he makes us shove it every year. But this, I mean, this is as like this is his tallest task in the first round since he played us, Bryce, the Vic team. Yeah. And yeah. The, uh, the Suns are better than we were. They're a hell of a lot better than we were. Suns are a hell of a lot better than that Pacers team was. So. I don't know. I, some something major is gonna have to change for the Lakers. Oh yeah, they're in trouble. Well, they they're trouble. here. Here's my issue with this team. Right, the defense is gonna be there. I mean, that's that's always been a staple card for Frank Vogel teams. Okay, that's that's not. I'm not. I'm not concerned necessarily about them being able to limit limit the Suns. The offense is a concern. It felt like a struggle to get to 90 points. It felt, it felt as if it was like, you know, like a, you were going on a 5K and you're just barely getting to the finish line, but you get there. The Lakers barely are getting to the finish line when they're getting 90 points right now. Their offense has to be able to deliver more. And it's not just LeBron. Drummond was absolutely awful, awful. in this game. He was awful in this game. 
And you did not pick him up to give you what he gave you in this game. You did not want him only playing 19 minutes. Folks, that was not the plan. No. Okay. Okay. Here's the other thing I know. Here's the other thing. Dennis, Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, who I think had a who I, who I think had a decent game, but I think at the same time, it's like, dude, you four four turnovers. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not liking the turnovers. You're you're a point guard, right? I don't want LeBron to have to take on even more of a load. Okay. I want Schroeder being able to handle the ball. I want Schroeder being the floor general for this team. That's what I want, right? Four turnovers isn't cutting it. Three assists isn't cutting it. Okay. It's, it's, it's not cutting it. And if you're going to put Caruso as the primary defender on Devin Booker, then you're in for a long <laughs> evening, Frank Vogel. You, I, I, you know, I don't like questioning his defense. I really don't, but this is, this is, this is ridiculous. He shouldn't, you have got to be able to throw a better defensive game plan together. And the only reason the defensive game plan even slightly could have worked. And I, I you, you, this is just my opinion is the only reason it could have slightly worked is because Chris Paul was on a bad shoulder. Because that's, what that's they what were, because basically what they were doing, what they were doing was they were putting their coverage into a point where they said, we're not going to let anybody else shoot. Rather, we're going to make Chris Paul shoot. We're going to make him shoot. Well, breaking news, you, you're probably going to get a better Chris Paul in game two. Okay. Are, are we really going to buy Chris Paul only getting seven assists or pardon, 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 sorry, seven points, eight assists and four rebounds? No. Heavens, No. Heavens he was still no. plus six on the floor, by the he way. He was still plus six. Well, right. He was still making an impact price. Plus six but I'm betting on a big – I'm betting on a better stat line. I'm betting yeah. on a better stat line oh, when absolutely. it matters. You absolutely. know, the, the Phoenix Suns – the Phoenix Suns, I don't even think Bryce played their A game. I don't no. even think they played their A game. I think they beat no, the they Lakers didn't. on a B or a B-minus type of game. Okay? I, 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 I still, that's my opinion. Okay, they they hardly played Tory Craig. I think they'll look to use him. I agree, but you know, I, here's some other things I really like about this game, you guys. I, you know, I, I get it. I've been huge on DeAndre Ayton, twenty and sixteen. He's kicking the. He is the factor to this playoffs. He is the factor to the Phoenix Suns making a legitimate run and hoisting the NBA championship. He is the factor. Cash in on my he, bet, baby. Let's this go. Is, he, he is the factor. <laughs> Thirty-seven minutes. Oh, but he's not going to stay out of foul trouble. In this game, it's his first game, but he's he not. Did Alex. He, he did, did Alex. He, he came. He gave it. He gave it. He did exactly that in this game. Okay, I'm not trying to sit there and overreact, but I'm saying what this man gives you shows that he is capable of delivering in the big moments. Okay, it's time to start sitting there with a with DeAndre Ayton and realizing that this isn't just a cute center anymore. This is a legitimate top ten top top eight center in the game yeah. super mobile he runs the floor extremely well he's he's a specimen guys he stands out on an nba court if you're he just is, like joe Schmo just, watching the game you'd be like you see deandre Ayton, and you're like wow i bet that's everywhere yeah listen listen to this listen to this for basketball index i read this on an article at the athletic today Ayton is the first in matchup difficulty metric Players he guards are high impact, high usage offensive players that other bigs don't take on. They don't take on. You know who's not number one? Rudy Gobert. <laughs> In addition, Aiton and Rudy Gobert. Aiton, Aiton screening. Aiton screening is terrific. It, it, it's something that he's always been very good at. Yeah. Playoffs, we're already seeing it. I'm telling you, this is this is an opportunity for a big time Aiton performance. 
And by the way, the money is coming for this man. Oh, Clearly, he's looking oh, at the extensions oh, oh. and he's saying to himself, yeah, I yep. want the bag. But you know, you know what? You know, another guy that I think got underappreciated in this game, though, I'm just going to be honest. I, I think I think Jake I think Jake Crowder got underappreciated in this game. Sure. Jake Crowder's Jake Crowder's intangibles and leadership was shown in that game. Phoenix, there were so many times where it felt like they were going to blow it. Right, campaign obviously got ejected, but he was I mean all over the place. It might have been the best. Honestly, it might be it might have been good for him. I, I think I think the way they were playing so out of control. You had guys like Crowder just telling him, "Hey, like take a chill, you know, take a chill pill." Right, we're good enough to beat the Lakers. We're good enough to beat the Lakers. And he believes it. That's why he signed here. He has multiple NBA finals experiences. He has had long playoff runs. Well, yeah. And that and is the, a piece. The crazy That's the key. Thing. Yeah. The crazy thing about that. So he had eight points total, right? Yes. He was three of 10 from the field. O of seven from three. And guess what? He right. was plus 14. Yeah. Plus 14. And he was still like 30%. a top five player in the game. Yeah, Jay I mean, it, yes, it, he just, yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. I mean, at the beginning, when James Jones took over as the GM, we were thinking, what are you doing? He was just <laughs> gifting LeBron Tyson Chandler. He was just trading this, that, giving this away, gave away TJ Warren for cash considerations. We roasted him for that. Yeah. Boy, he got the last laugh, didn't he? <laughs> well, he, he, looks, he looks awfully good. He looks awfully good because he's not, you know, Sarge stepped up. Sarge stepped up. I didn't. Yeah, hate Sarge you need it. Yeah, give Sarge some respect, I, I, Caleb. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate the Sarge minutes. I. I didn't hate him. Big okay, time. He didn't kill him. He, he didn't kill him. He didn't kill him. Actually, I mean, he was minus seven. But well, no. But well, but Bryce, it was. He he didn't. He, was he didn't fine. back down. Right there were a lot of times where they were trying to post him up, and it didn't felt like oh, he's he been in playoff games, not trying. Sarge was Sarge was working, and I, I can respect that. And I can respect that a lot. Okay, I, I think I think this is a team that obviously they're going to look to get the tone going in game two. Chris Paul has obviously made it clear that he's coming back, uh, and and that's to me that's a big thing for them. But let's move on to the Lakers. Let's discuss the Lakers a slight bit here. Lakers. The the Lakers, the Lakers in this game shot seven for twenty six from the three point line, and seventeen of twenty eight from the free throw line. By the way, by the way, this is a funny stat from uh, David Meneman today. The Lakers shot 19 free throws before the Suns even shot their first one. Yeah, Good see, joke. and that's embarrassing. And that, they like what are you for that? Like what? Like when you when you are not when you are not you have got to be able to convert. You have to convert well. You have to convert. That goes to Bryce's uh, point. The Lakers are lucky they lost by nine with all those free throws. Yeah. The free throw disparity, especially in the first half, was it was terrible. And you still it was bad. Only got to 90 points. Right. Sure. Come on. No, and it, and, and it was they need to, they need to be able to, to to pick it up. There's no question about it. And I don't know uh, who that is, to be honest. You know, I, I liked KCP last year, but even then, if I'd said, okay, this year, who is it? I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's Schroeder's just too inconsistent for me this year. He's he's too inconsistent for me. I, I'm not I'm not buying consistent production. I'm, I'm I mean, I just you you never know who's going to come up for them. And I, you know, like as 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 you guys both have mentioned, you you do know what that looks like for the Suns. You do know what that looks like for the Suns. And and I think I think for the Lakers, um, obviously, you know, getting game two is going to be big, and and they need to even the series. They I don't I don't like you know if the Suns go two zero. That's, I mean, yeah, that's a young team with confidence. Tough. 
with a with a with an elite coach in Monty Williams. That's that's a lot to a lot to try to uh, make up. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying LeBron hasn't done anything like that before. He clearly has. I'm just saying, when it comes to this series, you don't want to be in positions where you're down 2-0, right? Sorry, no one wants to, uh, but they have to be better. They have to be better. Um, I, I, I was completely shocked that the Suns got game one. I, I, I just, I was. I was shocked they got it. I was shocked they got it in the way they got it. Convincingly. Um, it, I, really, the score is almost deceiving. The nine, the nine point, the nine point lead at the end is almost deceiving. I think the Suns played better than the score, uh, and and it'll be it'll be fun to see. I also thought Cam Johnson, for basically a rookie, kind of in the playoffs, uh, you know, put together some nice minutes, had He's some good. Really nice stops as well. So, I think I think the Suns are, are are going to be a very tough threat. I'm very excited to dive into this series more as we get going. Uh, next up, uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking let's go. Let's go to the Eastern Conference, Heat and Bucks, where Chris Middleton sinks in a buzzer-beating shot over the Miami Heat. The Bucks are going 1-0. Zach, you've talked about the fact that you really believe in Miami. Uh, I'm curious. What what do you what do you what are you thinking about this series? You know, because I you know I think a lot of people thought, okay, what are they going to do at the end? What are the Bucks going to do at the end? Uh, Middleton answered that in Game One. He had a fantastic performance. Uh, they they were able to come up big. Obviously, I don't think Giannis had a horrible performance. To be honest, uh, I I thought I thought in general, um, there's a couple things that I I looked out for, particularly from the Bucks. Okay, Boonholzer is wanting to play his starters. Right. There are years where the Bucks were saying, oh, we're not we're only going to play Giannis for 30 minutes. Well, he just played his single game high in game one under Budenholzer with 45. Right. OK, you, you're, you're obviously seeing adjustments with how he's using the starters. OK, uh, but but I guess, you know, but for Miami, Zach, you were high on Miami. OK, but you're, let's just face the facts. You know, Jimmy Butler can't shoot four of 22. Right. OK. And, 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 and Bam can't be so passive. Bam can't be so passive. When he's on the block against Lopez, he can't pass it as much as he does. This season, when he's in the post, he's passing it 54% of the time. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You got to be able to go at it. You got to be able to go at him. Okay. And Jimmy Butler's been saying, Jimmy Butler came up. He said, look, it's, I was four of 22, but I'm going to get the three go. I'm going to get the three going. He said that he said that after the game in game one. Zach, I, I, what do you think of your, what do you think of the Heat? Because I know you like them in the series. I, I do still like it in the series. We're we're choosing to ignore what's going on right now in Game Two, but <laughs> so I'm just gonna act like that's not happening. But <laughs> Jimmy and Bam, Bam really disappointed me in this game because he has the matchup. I I understand Lopez is a good team defender and all that, but like. Miss me on Lopez, please. Just miss me on him completely. I understand he had a good, a good game this time, but like, here's two things you can't count on if you're these teams: the Bucks. You can't count on Lopez going for 18. You can't do that, and you can't count on if you're the Heat. You can't count on Duncan Robinson go over 24. You can't. I agree with that. You can't count on that. And also, Bryce, to your point on the one trick pony, all of his shots are from three. All of them. Oh, that's interesting. Every single one. So he needs, to, he needs to eat shit on that. But Jimmy and Bam, eight for 37 combined. Oh, yeah. And they disgusting. still almost won. They still almost won because of Alex Burr's Goran Dragic, 25 points, five for 10 from behind the arc. 
and solid defense on Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. Both those guys finished with over 20, but it was a hard 20. Dragons didn't agree. make it easy on him. They weren't getting to the hoop at will when he was guarding them. So. Nope. The question is, how good are you? Again, we're ignoring game two right now. How good are you feeling if you're the Bucks? Because Miami's two best guys sucked. I know Jimmy hit the shot to force overtime, but they sucked. At least from a shooting standpoint. Sure. But you win on a, less se- a last second shot in overtime to beat this team. And their t- top two guys sucked. I mean, I don't know how good you're feeling about that. Um, I want to go in on this bullshit free throw timing call. I want to go in on this. Oh, wow. You have, you have a problem. I do have a problem because you're not going to call this shit all season. And then you're going to call it late in a playoff game that could have cost the Bucks the game. All because Kron Butler's waving his arms around on the sideline like you're about to back into his car. <laughs> He's just like, you got to call it. You got to call it. Uh, 10 seconds. Shut up. You're going to call it because a dude on the Miami sideline is waving his arms around telling you to call it? The refs, the refs can shove it up their ass on that call. That, that was a bullshit call. I understand the rule. I think it's a good rule. Yeah. Yeah. But you haven't called. The thing is, you haven't called it all season. And now you're going to call it in game one of the playoffs late in the game where it could determine the outcome. Yeah. What are you doing? Right. Yep. Also, one last thing. Drew Holiday over Eric Bledsoe is such a fucking improvement. It's oh, my goodness. It's yeah, hilarious. It yeah, it Almost is. Almost had a triple-double. Yeah. I mean, he's getting breakaways in this game. Never saw that once with Eric Bledsoe on the Bucks. I don't think we've no. seen it since. He left Phoenix, honestly. Elite defense on Butler at times. Elite. Yeah. Yeah. And his playmaking is just something Bledsoe didn't give you. So, such an improvement. I'm actually going to change my pick. to change my pick and I'm ignoring game two because Whoa. I really thought that was a must win for the Bucks, considering what happened last season. This is the team that Molly walked you in five games. And if you lose this game one at home in front of fans for once. Sure. You're not feeling good going into game two. So, no, you're not. I don't know. These no, teams know each other. I think the Bucks are better than last year. Oh. Mostly because of Holiday. I know I said at the top I don't overreact uh, after game ones, but uh, no, I, is, uh, I, I, I just no, think Holiday fair. over Bledsoe is such a difference. It's such a difference. It's not even funny. It's oh. not even funny. And I know they gave up a lot for Holiday, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Oh, this is music to my ears, Zach Griffith. This is music to my ears because, and I quote, I'm not sleeping on Miami anymore. Not after last season. I'm still not sleeping on them. To which I said, I will prepare my pillow and my mattress and I will sleep with the Miami Heat underneath my mattress. You misquote me, Bryce. I'm not sleeping on Miami. I'm just changing my pick. They oh, could still win the oh, series. This is this is great. This is glorious right here, Zach Griffin. This is just awesome. The Bucks are gonna win this series. Okay, they're not gonna let now. Now I think we we have also forgotten that that Bucks team was decimated with injuries as well. I mean, you lose you 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 lose Giannis, who wasn't even hundred percent healthy coming into the series. He goes down with a sprained ankle. The series is right. over. Right. It, right. it took it took Middleton to have the playoff game of his life. Yeah. Yeah. To to win a game. Yeah. And, and and not to mention, I mean, Middleton I, again didn't shoot phenomenally in game one. 
but he played well. Wasn't I gotta give it to him too last year? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I I I gotta give it to Chris Middleton because. I gave him a lot of crap last season for not showing up in the yeah, playoffs. He, he yeah, showed up in the yeah. one game, okay, to, to prove it to everybody, right? All right, and I got to step up. But I appreciate this performance that he put forth in game one. He yep. came out firing. About time. Now, now we, we know what's happening in game two right now. We're, we're choosing to ignore it. I actually don't know what Middleton is doing in this game. I truly don't. I, I've just seen scores. That's all I've seen. If Middleton can keep this up, the Bucks will contend for the finals. 100%. I, I, I think it hinges on Chris Middleton, though. I think he is the X factor because you know what you're going to get from Giannis. You're going to get 25 and, and you know, 13 from him every game. Holiday, yeah. he's going to show up. I, Holiday had a good game. He didn't shoot it well from the three. I think that'll change. Uh, Holiday's going to bring it. It all hinges on Chris Middleton for me. Uh, and then as far as Miami goes, I mean, I guess the, I don't know. It just left you wanting more. Okay. It, yeah. Big swing and yep. a miss on, on Ariza. Massive swing and a miss. He's done. He's washed. He is. Do you think cooked. Miami wanted to play him that much? Yes. I mean, my God. Yes. I no, I'm choice. saying overall, do you think, you think that you think they said we have, you, you think beginning of the year, they're thinking to themselves, Man, we're gonna have to pick up a guy like yes, when they signed him. Much minutes. Yes, hundred percent. They thought this was gonna be the guy that'll come in and give him. For me, I think a reason Iguodala are the same at this point in their careers. I think Iguodala is on a collision course with with retirement as well. In my personal opinion, Iguodala is not as impactful as he was in Golden State, and Miami needs to get off of that. They need to get off of it immediately. Him and Ariza. They're just not what they were, guys. They're just not. And wow. Pat Riley should wow. know better. He should know better. And and Adebayo, bam, yeah, you expect a lot more from a guy who, again, highly touts himself, right? You know, we, yeah. we talked about All Star and yeah. things like that. I expect better. Okay, you get sure. what you you get what you get with miserable. Kendrick Nunn, right? Jimmy Butler, all around good stat line, but sometimes you don't you. <sighs> Charles Barkley said it perfectly uh, tonight before game two started. I don't need Jimmy the playmaker. I need Jimmy the scorer. I need Jimmy the scorer right now. And and I totally agree. Four for 29 is miserable. Just absolutely miserable. And I, yeah, I, I don't know. Miami. Four for 22, four for 22, Bryce, four for 22, for 22, four for 22. Yeah, four for twenty-two. Not good. Not good. Abysmal. Not good. Yeah, I just also. Yeah. How are you not, not going to play Achua? How are you just not going to play that guy? You need. Yeah, to I think he's got serious potential. Line. He's got serious potential. I, I, I have been trying to lead. Instead, it. you I played do. Dwayne Dedman. You played you Dwayne right. Dedman. Right, another yeah. guy who's on his way to Wash City. Like you need. You need some size on the front line, especially. We didn't even talk about Bobby Portis. He only scored eight points, but he was really important for the Bucks. Yeah, he was. And he, he killed was. him yeah, on the Portis, Portis is at a good season. I think he's found a little neat a uh, little niche there. Yeah. You know? yeah I he think has. he's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean and, and I mean with Milwaukee, DiVincenzo was was miserable. He played a lot of minutes. He was miserable. He got a ton of rebounds. Um PJ yeah, Tucker needs to be playing more. PJ Tucker. I agree. He didn't score at all, but he was plus eight. On, on, off the bench. I get it. You're, you're kind of in a jam because you have Middleton and Giannis out there, but 
Hear me out for a second. What if you went with this lineup? You go with Holiday oh, at the same. point guard. You go Middleton at the two. Or, uh, I'll go Giannis at the three. Tucker at the four and Lopez at the five. You're telling me that Miami's going to easily walk through that lineup? No chance. No chance. There's no chance. You know what I like better, Bryce? What? Holiday, Middleton, Tucker, Portis, Giannis. Yeah. Uh, see, but I think, you know, no, I think you guys hate on Lopez too much, and I think that's unwarranted sometimes. No, I just don't like all the threes he takes. I don't think he's really that good at taking threes. I don't care what the percentages say. He's, he's plus a be- six. He's and a better one. post player. He's a better post player. Just put your okay, back to fine, the but I, I still think you need a little rim protection there. I think Lopez gives it to you. He does give it to you, and I said, I said, and I really he's a good don't want, defender. I don't want Giannis on, uh, I don't want Giannis on, on Adebayo. I don't think I really want that. I think Lopez can cause problems for Adebayo. Well, he did in game one. Yeah, that's what I he mean. I'd rather one. I'd rather have Lopez, a big body, where he can't just sun somebody, you know? Right. I, well, I don't know. That's just yeah. me. Well, real quick, just because we ref we we referenced it so much, we'll just try to give some clarity. So we're we're recording this about mid mid like about the end of the second quarter. You know, Bucks are pretty much trouncing the Heat, seventy-one to forty-five. They're, oh they're doing it through a lot of different ways. Oh my! Middleton's Lord. got about Middleton's Middleton's got about you know Bryn double Forbes. digits himself. I mean, they're Bryn Forbes been lighting him up from three. They're they're up big. Oh. So Milwaukee is up big. That just kind of clarifies a little bit of what we were talking about and mentioning for Game Two. I, I think the big thing for me in this series is 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 Budenholzer 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 and so far he's he's i mean Sanford he's had some things he's had some things that i've been head scratching but here's one thing i won't ever head scratch you ready for this listen to this listen to this okay. in game 1 I, I found this through the athletic again you know check their coverage out cuz it's fantastic in game 1 Budenholzer found a way to at least have two of Giannis Drew and Middleton for every second of the game. That's smart. That is not that's something really, we would have coaching. said. That's not something we would have said last year. That's not something we would have said two years ago. It's yeah, because he pulled he pulled said. his guys. He pulled his guys right. last season. Right. And you know, I think that's a fact that's a factor to me. That's a fa- because you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to do this. If you're the Bucks, you're gonna have to at least have two or two of these guys on the floor. And, you know, Budenholzer's clearly doing that. He's playing his starters. He's playing them a lot. He's playing them more than he has in the past. I'm curious to see how they take it. Clearly so far, it looks good early on. Uh, but how does it happen maybe later if they move on? That's something to watch. But that's, to me, that's an unbelievable thing about this series. Uh, in general, I just, the way that I look at this is is just another thing I feel like I got to bash. I'm, oh gosh, I got to bash. I got to bash Tyler Hero like nobody's business. Oh, I Dude, agree. You want to, you want to, you want to, you want to talk about, you want to talk about awful. some lousiness, some lousy play. Okay. Here's my, here's my tendency. Here's, here's, here's the thing that made me mad. In my opinion, sw- even though I understand Chris Milton wanted a game winning bucket, what swung the game to me was there was a tendency third quarter, third quarter, Tyler Hero goes, Misses three, misses three shots. Doesn't get back on defense twice after the shots in the third quarter. Yeah, I remember he looked that. unmotivated. He tried to do everything himself. 
was trying to create everything for himself. He's not that type of player. Well, he thinks he is. He got that swag in the bubble, and and he's riding high off of it, and it's embarrassing. This might be one of the most overrated guys we've seen in a while, one of those one-hit wonders. And and, and frankly, embarrassing. Could you imagine not giving up Tyler Harrow for James Harden? Could you imagine that? He he needs to look in the mirror because he's getting outplayed in minutes by a wash Trevor Ariza and a wash Andre Godala. Last year, he was essential in them getting to the finals. And in game one, at least, he's a total yep. no-show. Yeah, essential. giving us mean mugs, giving us all that yeah. good stuff. Uh, we'll go we'll go yuck it up with, uh, with uh, what's his name, uh, rapper, Jack Harlow. Yeah, yeah, Jack Harlow. Give me a cereal, yeah. too. Yeah, okay, where you at? Where I, you I mean, at, clown? Caleb. If he gets back on two of those three possessions, maybe they win the game. Maybe they win the game. Maybe they Pivotal win the game. Pivotal game. But Pivotal. Two, two of ten. Two of ten. Um, Awful. The Awful. consistency to not get back. It was it was that bad hero game. Really bad hero game. Um, I I also think personally, um, you're going to have to figure out a way. I think Precious is a good point. I've been trying to defend that. I don't know if they just see the veteran presence of Deadman as something more important to them. Uh, I'm not totally sure. Uh, but but clearly, um, Ariza is not Crowder. Ariza, no. Will, no. Ariza is not Crowder. And they're, they're, they're desperate for Crowder. I haven't seen and, a good Ariza season since he's been in Houston. And that's no, we and there you go. There you go. That That might do it. And, uh, you know, I think I think that's that's going to be a problem for them and they're going to have to figure it out because uh, they got to look themselves in the mirror after this first half and the way they've played. Not to mention the fact that they it felt like there were opportunities that just slipped uh, that they weren't able to to make. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to sit there and play Deadman over Precious because well, they're doing it just for better. I think they're just doing it because they trust the vet more than the. I have Deadman even been in the playoffs, though. Deadman's slow. With the I just Spurs. think they t- I think they feel like yeah. he's more reliable than Precious. I'm I'm not saying I would agree with it. I'm just saying yeah. I think that's yeah. what they Yeah, all right. But Deadman, he's just slow. He's not a good defender. I, I, I get it. I Trust me, I get it. I'm just telling you, I think they're trying to get off. They're trying to give a vet because they feel like that's what they have to do. Like Portis ate him up. I know it did. I know it did. Um, the other thing, uh, we, we do want to introduce a, uh, a new segment. Uh, uh, and uh, uh. without further ado... Uh, Bryce Shetty, we've done two series. So uh, just real quick, hit me with the Lakers Suns uh, one, and then uh, let's do Bucks Heat. <sighs> For my Lakers Suns, overreaction time. Zach Griffith loves overreactions. He loves my overreactions. Here's my overreaction for for the uh, Lakers Suns. Here we go. Yeah, this is why we're doing this. Marcus Saul is more playable than. Any other big man on the Lakers other than Anthony Davis? I agree with that. Oh, we got it. We got an agreement <laughs> from Zach Griffith. I, I love mean, it. Going up, Montrezl Harrell got. I mean, oh my God, he got washed off the floor last playoffs, and the Lakers I, like, give me this guy. What happened? Game what? one gets washed. Yeah. Gets washed. I understand he had a positive plus minus and like some rebounds, but. He only played like 15 minutes. Get him off. Drummond was horrible. He was awful. Uh, Get him off. I, I love it. Dr- there were points. Drummond was out there. I'm like, why did they sign him? <laughs> hey, but Boston could have had him. Boston was so close. They were so close. I, it's like, yeah. 
why are you going to sign this guy just to stay afloat and try and stay out of the plan, which well, failed. That didn't happen. Failed. And we, we've seen him in the playoffs a couple times, and he sucked. Yeah, he has. What are you honestly getting from Andre Drummond? A super That's team. Fair. A super team. That's oh, fair. Jesus. I, I'll say. I'll say for me. I'll go. I'll, I. I won't. I will not call this an overreaction. Um, they. They need. They need Gasol. They need him bad. Um, it would not shock me if we see him in game two, um, because I just think he'll give you a little more. Not even. Not only defend. Not only defensively, but I think he just gives you more playmaking. I think he gives you a unique. I, I understand they miss that lob presence at the five. But I think Gasol canceled some of those things out, and I think that that's worth it for the Lakers. Uh, Bryce, give me your next one. I had one. I had one for this Bucks Heat series. Sure. But uh, not taking into account game too well, you kind of have to now. I'm going to go with a very hot take, a very much needed overreaction. The Bucks will sweep the Miami Heat. Uh, I won't go there. Book it. I won't go there. Book it. I won't go there. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. <clears throat> wow. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's happening. Wow. Four owed. No. Four owed. No. Holy they can't produce. Miami can't produce on offense. They don't have a go-to score. They just don't. They flat out don't. No, stop. Okay. They don't they have, have a, a, go- they don't have they a score. They have a go-to. They He's have just a go-to sucking to score. Is all. No. I disagree. Oh, I disagree. Oh, no, my no. Bryce, Bryce, I understand the tide has turned on this series, but your disrespect of the Miami Heat is it's 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 oh it's oh they've made such bad moves. They've made such bad moves. <laughs> no, Let's think Bryce, about this. You're sitting there and acting like this team has done nothing when they won two NBA Finals games last year. Congratulations. They swept us, Bryce. Congratulations. They us. Yeah, and we deserved it. <laughs> But you signed Trevor Ariza thinking he's the answer. You you have Andre yes, Iguodala who's washed. Move. You you have you hold on to Tyler Hero instead of getting James Harden. You trade for a broken Victor Oladipo. Think about the moves they've made for for a, a team that just made the finals last season. Sure. They they didn't make the right moves. They whiffed on all of them, all of them. They deserve to get swept. If you want to know, my second, my first question was going to be, or my first reaction was going to be, Middleton's the most clutch player in this series. Discuss that, if you will. I mean, that's not the first time he's hit a game tying or winning shot in the playoffs, right? He did it in Boston in 2018. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. So. So are you no, saying no, most ago. clutch in this series? Most clutch. Most no, clutch player no, in this series. no. I'm that's my overreaction. That. No, Jimmy Butler is. And statistically, I think that's the case. They showed a stat on ESPN basically saying that was the case. I forget what it was, but he has like the most. I don't, I don't remember if it's playoffs or regular season, but he has yeah, like the yeah. most yeah. game winning tying baskets yeah. in the past like 30 years, like best percentage. So mm-hmm. I think statistically it's Jimmy Butler, so I'm going to go with him. Fair. Okay. Fair. Okay. I I think I think it I think I I will go with a I I don't know about a sweep. Um but get my broom out. Get my broom out. Very tricky, very tricky, very tricky to see the heat pushing this to even a it's probably I don't know if this is a seven game series. That'd be really hard. No. Nope. Uh I I 
I, I, six to five. Miami. Um, and I think that's really hard. And uh, I think I think the Bucks look really good. I think they've got um, everything to be the case. I here okay. I don't I don't think your reaction is uh, an overreaction to saying that Middleton could be that that dude in the clutch. I don't I I don't think it's crazy. I think Jimmy is in that. I also think Drew Holiday can be in that because you're not going to get, you're not going to, you may not get the unbelievable clutch. Like you may not get the unbelievable like clutch, like game winner, but I can guarantee you the Drew Holiday and the clutch can defend that. I can guarantee. Yes. That I'll I can say, guarantee. I'll say this, Bryce. I'll say this. Yes. From the Bucks, I'd rather have the ball in Middleton's hands at the end of the game than Giannis. I'll say that. Oh, I'm I'm with that. I'm not going to argue with But I don't that. think that's a shot at Giannis. I just think that's just putting your players in the best positions. And Middleton with Giannis the shot up. I think needs to get there, though. He needs to get there. He, if he's going to be your I, MVP. I, I, would argue, I would argue he could. I, I would argue he might He might be able to do it. But I'm not yeah. taking shots at Giannis. It's just that I'm not, if they start yeah. doing, you know, hack-a-shack, I want the ball in Middleton's hands. Sure. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Uh, so we'll move forward with the uh, the third series on the docket, uh, Nuggets Blazers, uh, which uh, you know, look, Portland came out. They they had a great yeah, game. baby, great great game. Uh, you know, I don't even yeah, think it was baby. bad. I don't even think it was a bad game. It was just like one of those games where, you know, Portland had control. Right? They they made sure that to not slip up on it, and it worked. They played well. They executed well, and I, I can't, I can't criticize that. That's that's you know they they came out. They they played they played smart. They were they were aggressive. Um, Carmelo Anthony was aggressive. Um, it just felt like everything was set for a a really big game, and, it, and for Portland, and it was the offensive explosion was there. Right, Lillard with thirty four, McCollum with twenty one, uh, you know, Melo with eighteen, and and the unexpected. Uh, performance from uh, from Simon's uh, sweet Jesus. I don't know if you can buy it, but it was unexpected. I, I just I, it, it was a very impressive game from the Blazers. Uh, the Nuggets, meanwhile, Zach, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I want you to go first because the Nuggets in this series, the Nuggets in this, what the, what the Blazers did in this series and really in this game is they basically said, Jokic, you're not going to be a playmaker. Rather, we're going to make you score. Right? Jokic had 34. He did score. But they only beat by they only but they lost by fourteen, right? Is this this is this strategy going to work for Terry Stotts? Can this can this strategy give the Blazers an upset over Denver if they make Jokic this type of guy? In your opinion, I think it can. Yeah, I think it can because another thing, Nurkic played him really well. Played yes, him really well. Very, very much Nurkic so. Nurkic had a really good game himself. But, Wait, yeah. is that praise for Yusuf Nurkic? I've never shit on Nurkic. We've right. never crapped on Nurkic. You just Stop said it. he was Jokic light, and that was, the, that was the problem. Stop it. That's the problem. No, it's no, got nothing saying. to do with the player. 16, 12, and 5, I'm just saying. No, I yeah. have said multiple times that I feel like if Nurkic can He's come a top out 10 center. and play th- about that 30, th- that 30, that 35 minutes, which he basically got me 33, then the Blazers get a whole lot better. And that's exactly what he did. And, I, and, and that, that was my key. That was my key yeah. for them. But here's Go two ahead, stats Zach. that told the story of the game. The first one was Jokic's only one assist. 
Yeah, that's that, that's unusual. I mean, we're talking best passer in the league, in my opinion, and just got nothing from his from his other guys. And then Blazers, forty seven and a half percent from three. Forty seven point five percent. Six of the eight Blazers that played sure. were in double figure scoring. And that's another thing. They're only playing eight guys. They're not playing like ten guys. They know they know who they want. Yeah. They know who they want out there. And that's another good sign. I always think it's a good sign when these guys know who their seven or eight guys are. Versus like the Lakers who's just experimenting on the fly when yep. you really, uh, I agree. You really can't afford to do that in the playoffs. Nope. This is just a serious backcourt mismatch for the Nuggets. I mean, oh my goodness, Norman Powell, big time, is Portland's third best guard, and he's better than any guard on Denver by a lot. Right, right, by a lot on both ends. I mean, that's what I said. Depth is great in the regular season, but in the playoffs, and that—that's what we kept talking about with Denver. Like, look at this guard depth. Look at all these guys. What did it do for him in Game One? You need to know who your guys are. You can't just be like, well, somebody will show up. Somebody will do something. No, you can't, you can't do that. If, real quick, Zach. Here, here's, here's, my, here's what I like. I like what Michael Malone has been doing. But here, Michael. here's the, yeah, I said Michael. Michael. I called him Michael. Look, the, prop, the problem Michael. with, with D- Denver. Okay, what are we doing? <laughs> Why are we not playing Monte Morris in it's the Michael. 30s? Why aren't we Marcus playing Monte Howard? Morris? Why are we why are we playing Mon, why are we not playing Monte Morris and Marcus the Howard? Why am I not trying to put Monte Morris in the starting lineup? Because they like Austin Rivers. Not to mention, not to mention, like I think Millsap and Green are good players, and if you're only going to give them fifteen and eighteen minutes respectively, I'm just. This is a good. This, like, I understand they don't have the perimeter depth, you guys, but this is this is a problem in terms of managing the whole yes. thing. Yes, this isn't this isn't just this isn't just perimeter depth and how you manage perimeter. It's it's a it's it's minutes. Because here's the thing, Bryce, and I understand your love affair, but look, when it comes to the Blazers and their depth, their depth does not their depth particularly their eight man rotation, right? That the Blazers have compared to when the Denver could potentially go nine, maybe ten. I think it's a fair thing to say they can go nine, maybe ten, depending on the game. Maybe yeah. I think I think this is I think I think Denver needs to be able to take advantage of that. Um, but that's what I'm saying, Caleb. I don't think the, that's a good thing in the playoffs. It's they need to take advantage of their front court depth though, because I I, I think their front court depth's I really good yeah, compared to the Blazers. I agree. With it's that. really good, and that's yeah. where they need to take advantage. They need to spin it, and if the Blazers are going to take the back court then the Nuggets need to take the front court. And I believe that they can do that, but they have to show it. And that's that's on Malone to make sure that that happens. Bryce, but take it away, though. I know you've been liking the Blazers. Uh, yes, and I need to – I'm going to use my first point to go after Caleb a little bit. Oh, no. Yes. Don't do it with Cantor. No. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not there's going nothing, Cantor. No, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. But I am going to call out Caleb for this. Caleb drew attention to the Blazers' defense. And I told him, I think some of these guys are going to pay off in the playoffs, particularly Robert Covington. Robert Covington didn't have a great game statistically, but he was plus 21 when he was out there. 34 minutes, only scored That's eight ridiculous. points, two of four from three. Yeah, he was. He had the second best plus minus on the team behind Damian Lillard, of course, who just 
you know, it's it's Damian Lillard. It, we we know what we're going what to expect. Yeah, Capazzo, Rivers, give me a break. No, Lillard, give me a break. Give me a break. Right. And you know what? The right. announcers were on one saying Austin Rivers was a great pickup for this team. Uh, stop. Playoff experience. What experience does he have? Blowing a three to one lead on the Clippers. Yeah. Congratulations. Under under Poppy's uh, uh, tenure there. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing about this too is. Yes, Carmelo Anthony had a very good game, you know, where he shot 50% from the field, 50% from three, 18 points. Really good game. But Norm Powell is not going to have those three for 11 No, he's not. He's just not. He's going to play better. And not to mention, he still brings value to your team with, with his defense. So I think, honestly... I feel like Portland has the better matchups around the floor because you have Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, who's just going to unleash a barrage of three-point shots. Yeah, I mean, it's it's scores galore. I feel like Nurkic, he kind of handles Jokic all right. I mean, if we look at Jokic's numbers, yeah, he had 34 and 16, but again, only the one assist. So that that what tells me is the Blazers are playing defense. They're covering up these guys who are cutting to the basket and, and setting these off-ball screens. They're covering up their guards extremely well. And Michael Porter Jr. has got to be better. You're like, Bryce, what are you talking about? He, he had 25 and 9. I get it. One for 10 from three. Maybe cut down on yep. three-point shots. Yep. Get yep. to the basket. Yep. 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 I Tell will criticize poor, poor three-point shooting because I think Michael Porter is better around the basket I, I than agree. he is at a three-point range. Yep. Flat out. Okay, yeah, he, he had 25 and nine. He was minus six. Sure. Minus six. I don't know. I, I just expect a little bit more out of Michael Porter. I think he's going to be really good. I think he's, he's ready for an explosion. But – I, you can't shoot one for 10 from three. And why are he's, you taking 10 threes? Well, he's, he's roll. I mean, he's been rolling from the three all season, but I agree, Bryce. That's just something as a young player and it's something as a coaching staff and it's something in a veteran leader needs to go and say, Hey, you know, what are we doing? Taking 10 threes, get to the paint. Well, that guy should be Paul Let's Millsap. Like I'd argue Paul Millsap, but then at the same time, I think Will Barton, obviously Will Barton's out in this game. But he was there. When is he uh, coming back? Is you know, he coming I, back? I, uh, from my understanding, he's coming back. They need uh, him. But, they but, they uh, need him bad. They do need him bad. I agree. I agree because he's a good defender. He's a very good defender. I think he's not. He's offense one of the, too. Yeah, yeah. He just gives me the best option to throw, probably right out of who they have. Probably the best option. So 100%. I think I think in this series, look, they're they're going to come out and they're going to have a party. I'm I'm watching this series. I'm keeping my eye on Denver in this in this game and this next game, which is uh, tonight. I'm keeping my eye on it. Um, I think that's that's the key. Uh, Denver needs this bad. If Portland goes up two yeah. zero, I, I yeah. think that's a really difficult and tasking challenge. Uh, I think that's a very difficult and tasking challenge. So can, I, can I, I think this? this is almost must win territory for the Denver tonight. Can I say this? Go I love that these teams are familiar with each other. I love it. Because we don't yeah, get this helps. a lot anymore. Yeah. Two teams have faced each other in the playoffs before. We're seeing it right now with the Bucks and the Heat. Like Sure. They know each sure. other. It feels it feels a little different because they have some history. I just we haven't had that a lot. I mean it just feels good. Yeah. Especially in the yes. East. I mean, we haven't had that in a long time. So 
And uh, let me just say, Composo, uh, I know I understand the stats will say he sucked, but he at least tries on Lillard. Yeah, Caleb he does. Tries. Caleb he plays hard. hard. He plays hard. So I can appreciate that. I think we all can, but come on, man. Like, That's fair. Also, nothing from Jermichael Green, a guy Denver thought they could count on. Zero points, three rebounds. Uh, they'll Jermichael get that. Green. They'll get that. I'm not buying. I'm not buying. I'm, I'm just not buying an inconsistent Green. I'm not buying an inconsistent Green or an inconsistent Melsap. I think they'll play better. And also, I think they will be better. Mellow. Sure. Mellow Anthony. Took the booze in stride. The booze, which are just laughable, by the way. It's sure. 10 years ago. Move on. 18 points <laughs> on 50% field goal. 50% from three. Oh, gosh. He was he went on a little tear there. It looked like Nick's mellow. Looked like a little hoodie mellow action. Just yeah, baby. Dominating. Love Mello, hoodie mellow. If mellow plays like this for the rest of the series... Give me the Blazers in like five or six because I wow. really think, I really think he he's still a really potent scorer, especially when he gets rolling like he did um, on Saturday. And if you're gonna boo him, that crowd that had to be the lowest IQ crowd I've ever seen because they kept booing yeah, that him was dumb. while that was he was dumb. torching their team. And how long ago was Melo in Denver? I mean, fuck, Paul George doesn't even get booed anymore at Pacers games. It's gonna it, it just gets it gets old. Yeah, it does. It does. We'll move I'll forward, though. Paul George. Bryce, I'll do you have your overreaction? I do have my overreaction. Go ahead. Go ahead. Since we talked about Melo, I'm going to shift it. Okay. I'm going to shift it to another blazer. Okay. This will be the Anthony Simons coming out party no, this won't. series right no, here. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, no. baby. No. Yeah, Simons is coming. No. Overreaction. Yes. I'm we going have, for we a, have a Gary Trent Jr. Jr. Yes, Welcome Simons to the league. Zach, oh yeah. I'm, Zach, let me I go think first. He can this keep is, it up. No, this is a complete overreaction. Oh, come on. Si- Simon si- si- Simons was just feeling it. Okay. Uh, I bet, I bet if you checked his temperature, it was pretty it was pretty hot. Okay. I'm just I'm I'm just saying I'm just you had the thermometer on. You put game. the thermometer in. He had a good he had a great game. I'm sorry, he's not doing five that. Five of six, a four or five from three. Five or six. I'm not buying. Coming I'm out party, buying. baby. Because you know what I am buying? You know what? what I am buying? What? See, your argument of why Powell should be better is why Simons will do worse. Oh. Because Simons won't shoot. Because Simons won't Simons won't be as good offensively. Therefore, because Powell will be better offensively. I think that translates. Right. I think it switches. Complete overreactions. What if you ahead. get 10 from Simons a game for the rest of the series? That's fine. That's fine and respectable. Yeah. And I think I think he has to do that. Dance okay. I think he has to do that. Well, my reaction, I don't know if you characterize this as an overreaction, but I think Dame is gonna have a fifty point game of this series. I don't uh, think that's yeah. an overreaction. I'm down for it. In fact, I, I would book it. I'd book it. There you go. I freaking love Damian Lillard so much. It's incredible. I, I uh, okay, we're not we're I not just, getting we're not getting into this tangent again. We're love not getting it. into this tangent again. <laughs> Moving forward, uh Net Celtics. And uh, oh, I'm bringing me. something a little fun to the joint. Miss okay, me I'm, on this series. I'm, bringing, I'm bringing I'm bringing a little fun, oh, something I, fun to the joint. I like fun. Right? I like fun. Well, what do you so got? You know Caleb? what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing before we get into this? Some fun little trivia questions, perhaps. Oh, oh hey, me and Zach love trivia. Like so we're doing some trivia. I'm we're really degenerates my, like that. So what we're history? doing? So this this is going to be a new segment where I just they will not know what team I picked the trivia on. But oh. everything, everything that I have asked in these questions, 
came from the broadcast. So they oh, have to... an oppor- so they have an opportunity to know the answers. It's not like it, I'm just putting stuff in from nothing. They have the opportunity. Oh. The question is, did they did they did they did they listen? Were they aware? Were they paying it? We'll just see. I feel like I'm back in college. Well, also the other thing to, the other thing to keep in mind is uh, there there will be an occasional retweet potentially of this question, which I know they both follow. And for all of you that listen to this podcast, follow as well. And you might be able to answer this question as well. So do not be afraid to add us uh, when you recognize the retweet and recognize the question. So moving forward, uh, on the on, on I'm not going to actually I'm not going to tell you where I found this. Uh, Jeff Green forward on the Brooklyn Nets has been to the playoffs with how many teams? Oh, no research. Yeah. Straight yep. guess. I'm just trying to think of the teams he's played. for. Yeah. I'm saying. All right. So and you uh, have to, and, and I, I'm, I'm giving, can we you work together? Or... You can work together. All right. All right. So Boston, okay. Boston, Houston. Thunder, maybe. Yeah. Thunder, Houston. You're on a clock yeah. though. I have to put you on a clock. You're on okay. a, how about we do a minute clock? Can we do a minute clock? Minute okay, 30 clock? Okay, that's fine. Sure. Brooklyn? Okay, go. Okay, go. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah so four. Yeah. Cleveland? Yeah, anywhere LeBron James went. Well, uh, except the Heat. Not um, Orlando. Not Orlando. No. Not I'm also Washington. struggling to recall some of the teams he's been with. <laughs> Washington? Uh, I don't think they made the playoffs. No, I don't. We got six. Yeah, I'm gonna go six. I'm going. I'm down with six. Six. Final answer. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Oh, it was seven. Washington. Wasn't Washington it? was oh. a team. Ah, oh, damn. It. Washington was a team. So Jeff Green has been in the playoffs Thanks. with seven oh, teams. <laughs> the only two, Nazi Muhammad. Has been to more playoffs. Has been to has been oh, on, is, is, is also up in this Nazi. category as well. The LeBron so, show. Another a, a teammate of Jeff Green's at one point. Teammate of Jeff Green's at one point. Oh geez. The next question. The next question. How many minutes have James Harden, Kyrie Irving, oh, and Kevin Durant oh, played together? I don't even know if it's fifty. Well, they only played uh, eight games together or something. Played eight, eight games, games together. Yes. Eight games. Played eight games together. Uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> Maybe it is 50. Maybe it's more. I'm going to go under 100. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 73 minutes. Okay, fine. I'll go. I'll go 67. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, 202. Oh, we played shit. 202 oh. minutes. Wow, we were way off. Very big oof. It is what oh. it is, though. Ouch. Yes, wow. to go. Meanwhile, Nash was here's the next one, then we'll move on. Um, Kevin Durant got a double-double in this game. Yeah, Easy. Did. It was his first double-double since blank. <laughs> um, since 2019. Are we going speci- more specific than that, or just the year? Um, it, it's um, well, I I would prefer to go a little more specific. Let's think okay. about what so, games. All right, since, what was uh, his last appearance? Things like that. Since, I'm going with Western Conference Finals. 
2019. Oh, he didn't play, bro. Oh, he didn't play in those games. Oh, yeah, you're oh. right. Okay, I thought I'm he gonna was going to go uh, first round against the Clippers in 2019. Okay. I'll go with the last game of the season, 2019. Okay, wow. First double-double since Game 4 of the NBA Finals in 2018. Shit! I was closer. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Shit. For Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant and his oh. 39th career playoff double-double. First since Game 4 of the 2018 NBA Finals with Golden State at Cleveland. 38 of the 39 playoff double-doubles have included a 20-point performance. A sweet, from Mark Mark Spears who made that. That was a retweet. So once again, we'll we'll, we'll do these throughout. We'll do them on different teams. So, and I'm I'm not, I don't give them any hints. I don't give them any uh, suggestions. They just have. We almost had the Jeff Green one. Yeah, that was close. Next up. So, so let's get into the game. Brooklyn look, look, Brooklyn look great in the second half. They look great in the second half. Uh, but everybody talks about the fact that their offense is so lethal. Their offense is so lethal. Their effective field goal percentage is so lethal. Their their ability to score offensively is so lethal. Okay, the, the Brooklyn this season, 117.3 points per 100 possessions, the highest mark in 25 years. Most likely NBA history by going off this statistic. I found this on NBA.com. Their effective field goal percentage of 57.5% the highest mark in NBA history, surpassing the 2017-2018 Golden State Warriors. The Brooklyn Nets are a team that is known for their offense, but won by their defense. They came out in this game, and they looked really sharp on that end of the floor. I was I was worried, but you know what? If I was a Nets fan, and I listened to Nash in those Wired, you know, like how ESPN does that, yeah. I'm feeling a lot, I was feeling a lot better every time I saw him on the screen. Yeah, he wasn't sure. worried at all. He was he wasn't worried at all. No, because he Nash, knows he has fucking Steve, Durant, you know Harden, and Irving. But he, but he wasn't. Yes, that. But he wasn't worried on defense. And I think that's the thing that everybody's been wanting sure. to keep blitzing. Is Brooklyn's not going to give us enough defensively. Brooklyn's not going to do this defensively. I think Brooklyn had a very nice defensive game. Speaking of which, I think they did. Speaking of Jeff Green, you know who's been playing good defense for the Nets? Jeff Green. Green. Yep, he has. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never thought I'd say that. You know, nope. it's really nice to see Jeff Green play well. Like, anytime, like, it always makes me happy just knowing what he went through and stuff like that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, always 100%. makes me happy. I mean, they held Boston to 93, and I understand Boston doesn't have Brown healthy, but you held the team to 93 points. You did. The Brooklyn Nets held a team to 93 points. If I told you, the Brooklyn Nets in their first playoff game were going to hold somebody to under 100 points. How how much would you believe me? How much would you believe me? The Brooklyn Nets barely yeah. even got to the 100 threshold. Uh, they, 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 the game. they shot the three extremely poor in the first half. They didn't make a they single totally one, I did. believe. Or they but only you know hit what, one. though? They just kept answering the bell. They kept answering the bell. Celtics didn't they got quit. got to the foul line. It's the, and, and, and the Celtics didn't quit. Right. The Celtics and quit, even though Tatum was six of twenty and Kimba was six of sixteen and Fournier was three of ten, and they they found their way to fight through this. I think Brooklyn should get a lot of credit for that, uh, and I think Boston fought. They fought their butts off, um, but this is about as bad of a night you're going to get from Brooklyn offensively. Good luck with them having a worse night than this. If the defense can be just as is. 
I mean, I understand Tatum's going to make shots more and Kim is going to make shots more. I mean, I feel pretty, I feel pretty comfortable, gentlemen, with with uh, calling this a sweep here, unless I'm proven otherwise. Zach, what, I do? what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on this? No, I agree. It's a sweep. I think we're just, I think the Nets are just waiting to see who they play in the conference finals, whether it's going to be Philly or Milwaukee. I think it's going to be Philly. I think Caleb, Caleb and I are both pretty high in Philly. Bryce, I don't, where do you stand on Philly? I know we don't have them, but um, yeah, just make it quick, please. Yeah, and I'll take Milwaukee over Philly. Well, that's fair based on what we're seeing tonight. But here's one thing. The Celtics played 11 guys, which tells me they don't know what the fuck they have. They don't. That's know. exactly right. That's exactly right. Zach. They're just, again, Brad like Stevens, Brad Stevens. You know, I'm not, you're not going to put this on Stevens. No, Brad not. Stevens. Stevens didn't put seat a little warm. That seat a little no, warm. There? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, baby. But no, it's not. I think even if Jalen Brown plays in this game, they lose. I think even if Jalen Brown plays in the series, they get swept. Wow. There's no disrespect that's to Jalen Brown. But interesting. I feel like that's wow. a little disrespect to Jalen Brown. But wow. no, no, I love Jalen Brown. I just think <laughs> wow. the Nets that's are that good, one. and they can push down on the gas whenever they want. Wow. I mean, Kevin Durant, one of the easiest 30-point games I've ever seen from him. <laughs> just a Dude, quiet, just, as possible, quiet 32 points. Very quiet. Just destroys you. Harden. Only scores 21, and that he could have easily had 30. But there were times he would just be like, you know what? I don't really want to take Rob Williams off the dribble. I don't want to embarrass him, so I'm going to I'm gonna dip it down low to Durant and let him get his, which is exactly what happened. He still got you eight assists and nine rebounds. So quietly flirting with a triple-double, James Harden. Kyrie, he's going to do what he does against Kemba. Or if uh, Stevens wants to, Peyton Pritchard, which is you're, you're just asking for well, – you you are you are and I think that's a good point, uh, but Bryce I, I want you to give a little bit here and then we'll we'll try to wrap up here soon. Well, I think I got I, I got a I got a damning. Oh, stat. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I got a damning damning stat. Okay, go ahead. Evan oh Fournier, uh, <laughs> Tristan Thompson, okay. Campbell Walker, care to guess their combined plus minus in this game? Oh gosh, it was bad. It's bad. I don't want to know. Looking, Give, it to me, it. Give it to me, though. Give it to minus me, though. Minus 51. Oh, God. Minus 51. If Kemba oh. doesn't score like 22 plus, they're losing the game. That's just as simple. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Zach, uh, Zach made some good points. Bryce, I, I, want, I, I want you to – I know this is something that we talked about, Zach and, and I and you, as we were watching this game, looking through this game. The artistry of Mr. Irving around the glass. It's 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 beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. It's got everybody loving it. This was a really, really nice Irving game. I mean, 29 and 6 from the glass. I understand the assist numbers were low, but I, was I this was that. a very this was a very I, I thought it was a really nice Kyrie game. I'm curious to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I, and I've said it for the past couple of years, I, I think Kyrie Irving is the best finisher around the rim, like period. Yeah. Like you're not going to find anybody better. Good luck and and miss me with uh, with anybody else. I, I will take Kyrie Irving around the rim more than anybody, even more than I a agree. big man. Give me Kyrie Irving. I mean, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> here's the thing, like Harden, yeah. Harden and Durant have this connection, right? But they then do. you kind of have Kyrie who's just kind of out there. 
And, you know, they'll, they'll run ISO ball for Kyrie Irving, which I'm perfectly fine with, you know, and that's the thing, the change of pace that Brooklyn can play with is, is just unmatched. You're not unmatched. happy to run ISO. You're just, you think it's fine to just give Kyrie Irving ISOs. I'd be thrilled to give Kyrie Irving ISOs. I'd be thrilled. I'd oh, be ecstatic. Man. <laughs> oh, the, look, not much needs to be said about this series. And, no. and we, we can just sit and awe of the stars in this series. That's I don't true. even care about the, the, the bench players or the role players. They give didn't me, play bad. Give me Durant. Give me Irvin. Give me Harden. Give me Tatum. I'll watch them all day long to see what they do. They, they, they look good. Um, very curious. Joe Harris isn't going to go two for six from three. Uh, that's going to get better. He was still plus 22. I get it. But I'm just saying he's get two for six from three. I'm get, he's going to give you better than that. He's going to play good defense. I, I, I agree. Um, I'd like to see Claxton get more than 11 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Why not? I, I, th- I think, I think that'd like be this. interesting. Um, you know, I didn't mind what the bench gave me. You know, I think Shamit could have been a little more aggressive with the shot. He only shot one time. I think like he's got to be able to come up and hit some threes, some timely threes. Sure. Uh, but I think, I think this was a, I, this was a very, very nice uh, game. I think for, I, it, it was good for Brooklyn. Okay, let's feel the obstacles out in the first half, and then let's go back. Let's kick them in the second half. It was good. It was it was good to watch. Uh, and you know, yeah, this is yeah. And so we'll we'll conclude the podcast. Uh, and look, you know, there's plenty of stuff to listen to. Alex and Dylan, as we've mentioned, their Zach, podcast. what's though. up, man? I'll I'll go ahead, I want to give I want to give a closing statement on the New York Knicks. Just I know oh, we don't have oh, them. Okay. I know we don't give, have give them. Give me give me very quick, Zach. Very quick. We're All trying right. to wrap it up. My hate of the Knicks has been totally misconstrued. If people think I hate the team itself, I don't hate the team. I don't hate the fans. I think they have the best fans in basketball, and I don't think it's close. And it was proven on Sunday. I hate yes. how they are run as a franchise, and I hate the media coverage they get because they don't deserve any of it. This season they do. And this team reminds me a lot of the 2018 Pacers, Bryce. Just a bunch wow. of guys who have okay. been places that didn't work out, and then they get together and they're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna play hard and we're gonna make the playoffs." Well, yeah, I'm down for it, man. I, I but, like it. That's good. That's good. I hope the Knicks win the series for the fans. I, I MSG is the best place to play if you ask any player. Sure. Derrick Rose turning back the clock. You love to see it. Sure. I hope the Knicks win. That's what I'm saying. I hope the New York Knicks win the playoff series. Yeah, and and as we mentioned. Uh, there's plenty of content uh, from the cinema uh, to go check out. Uh, the Battleground also putting on an episode this week. Uh, from my understanding, please check uh, at least from uh, according to Alex, he told me there was potential for that. Uh, so check that out. Uh, there will be plenty of content uh, from from you know the triple option that are coming up. The what have could have should have uh, divine rhyme uh, with the schoolboy Q and their look. They're moving into another chapter. Uh, please check that out. Uh, there's, you know, the book from one young sold to another from Dylan Hughes facts and stats by JD Hall. Uh, there's plenty of stuff to look forward to, uh, on the network. Don't be afraid to listen. And, uh, without further ado, this is the first of the Wednesday edition of this week.